Well, it's time now for our press review. There's been lots of reaction in the French media today after the government announced measures, as we've been saying, to appease protesting farmers. Dipti, take us through it. Well, that's right, Sharon. The protesters have called off their blockade after the French Prime Minister Gabriel Attal offered promises of cash around uh, 400 million euros, according to Le Parisien. Uh, on its front page today, how the crisis unblocked itself, the paper headlines on. Uh, the government also offered other incentives like the easing of regulations and protection against unfair competition. Importantly, there was also that promise to not ban pesticides uh, that are in France that are used elsewhere in Europe. So uh, a lot of concessions made by the French government to uh, get out of this crisis for Libération, it says a lot of uh, disillusionment on its front page, the paper saying here, in the end, the environment ecology loses out. It says rather despondently on this front page in its editorial, the paper says that this crisis produced two winners, the French government and the French farmers, but also two losers, the environment, which I quote, risks remembering the concessions made at its expense. The other big loser out of this crisis was also Europe, uh, now accused of being relegated to, a sec to second place in favour of national sovereignty and national rules around agriculture. Due to European farmers' protests, they were a key talking point at the European Council summit in Brussels yesterday. That summit also successfully agreed to $50 billion in aid to Ukraine. Yeah, it took a mammoth effort to convince one man blocking more aid for Ukraine, that is the Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban. Uh, EU leaders had to sort of play a game of good cop, bad cop in order, in order to seal this EU-Ukraine fund deal. That's how the New York Times puts it in its analysis here. For the French paper Le Figaro, there was uh, also uh, one person who played a key role in convincing Viktor Orban to agree to this. This was Giorgia Maloney, the Italian leader. She's met with Orban three times this week to convince him. Uh, the two far-right leaders also have a very good relationship. Uh, it also might be self-interested. Giorgia Maloney has now also secured Orban's support in forming a far-right coalition uh, that they're hoping will be the third biggest party following uh, European elections later this year. There is, though, one issue threatening this harmonious relationship, though, uh, Deep T, what's that? Yeah, you can read about this in The Guardian today, Sharon. It's uh, this story of uh, an Italian woman, a 39-year-old Italian anti-fascist. Her name is Ilaria Salis. She's actually currently being held in a Hungarian prison for allegedly attacking neo-Nazis. She appeared in court this week in chains and she wrote a letter denouncing her prison uh, conditions, saying that she was living, uh, that she was being held in a very crammed cell uh, with very little access to leave and uh, a cell that was infested with mice and cockroaches. Her treatment sparked a formal diplomatic protest from Italy to Hungary. Orban's government, for his part, has said that her imprisonment was in keeping with the severity of the crime with which she is accused. And Sports News seven-time Formula One champion Lewis Hamilton is making headlines as well today. Yeah, there's a lovely, uh, Sharon, there's a lovely article in The Athletic, which is um, a, a sports publication. It talks about his, how important he is to Formula One. And it's well worth a read if you don't know much about his uh, sporting history. He holds uh, seven drivers' championships. That's actually equal 
to none other than Michael Schumacher. He rose through the junior ranks of McLaren when in 2007, as a rookie, he was given a Formula One race seat. On his debut, he finished on the podium, and six matches later, he won his first race. His star was really born there. Uh, six years later, in 2013, he surprised critics by moving to Mercedes, which at the time had only won one drivers' championship. Uh, over the next years, he and, he and his teammate Nico Rosberg won uh, successive drivers' championships. Like a decade ago, um, uh, he uh, he made a shock. He shocked critics once again uh, yesterday by announcing that he will be moving to Ferrari in 2025. He actually upstaged uh, football's transfer deadline day. That's what uh, Daily Express says here with his announcement uh, focusing on uh, um, on Lewis Hamilton. The deal could be worth tens, possibly hundreds of millions of dollars. And this is from Corriere della Sport, uh, which sees uh, Lewis Hamilton in red today. It says Lewis now in red. Finally then, Deep Tea, police in Australia had to respond to an unusual crisis this week. A little boy who got stuck inside a claw machine. He did, uh, Sharon, as you do, I guess. Um, uh, this is, uh, it's a lovely, uh, I'm going to show you the video in one second. It's a lovely uh, uh, story. Uh, the Queensland police actually posted this tweet. They had to respond to a call of a little boy, a three-year-old who had... Um, uh, thought one step ahead, instead of manipulating the claws to get the toy he wanted, he climbed up the prize dispenser and ended up in the machine itself. Uh, so you see here he is, uh, quite happy to be there, I might add. Uh, he was uh, surrounded by Hello, Hello Kitty dolls. Uh, so police had to come and help him. And in the end, uh, what they had to do is the, the moment they managed to get him out is quite spectacular. They lure him to one corner of the uh, glass dispenser and then they smashed the glass and managed to get him out uh, of the machine. His prize, graciously, he was allowed to take one of the toys, I guess very well deserved all, after all his effort. Yeah, and luckily he wasn't hurt and they smashed that glass. Deep T, thank you so much. That's Deep T, Laurent, joining us there with the press review.